Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. It's the only Arsenal podcast that counts. By Arsenal fans, for Arsenal fans. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons Live. Uh, this is the Europa League um, Frankfurt uh, preview. We had a little bit of a technical dif- difficulty. We thought we were on live about five minutes ago and we were chatting away to ourselves. And um, Yeah, we forgot to press the button, so we're here. Uh, <laughs> Potsy, how are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you, mate. Take two. It's always good. Take two. <laughs> Take two. Right, okay. So, uh, Europa League, Frankfurt, old man Trev's out there. Um, should this be our main focus? Like, the Europa League it is a route to the Champions League. Uh, we got to the final last year. Should we should we put as much effort into this this year or should we concentrate more on just purely going top four? I think at the moment top four is a priority for us, seeing as who else is around us. But come February, I think we'll look to see where, how we're doing in this competition. We should be able to get through this group quite easily with our, our kind of B team as, as far as I'm concerned. So at the moment, go for top four. But yeah, we've got to have a, a, a good uh, game tonight. It's going to be very, very difficult in my opinion. And it's tonight. It's not really tonight, actually, is it? It's this evening. A few hours away, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's it's five to six. That's got to be really strange. I, I don't know whether I'm going to be in the pub or sitting at home and watching it, and eating my tea, you know. It's a bit strange, well, don't you think? Either way, either way, you'll have a beer, mate, I imagine. <laughs> Me? <laughs> of course, of course. Listen, um, there are no mugs on uh, Eintracht Frankfurt. They got to the semi-final last year um, against Chelsea, um, and they are unbeaten in 16 games in in the Europa League Uh, they've won 12 and drawn 4 they're unbeaten against an English side um, in uh, in the Europa League as well uh, because Chelsea couldn't knock them out in in 90 or 120 minutes Mm. in the semi-final had to knock them out on penalties penalties, wasn't it Um, what what do you make of the game like you know this is going to be the first time Arsenal uh, have played Frankfurt in a competitive game. The atmosphere there is going to be quite electric, I would have thought, because the Germans do, um, do the Germans do like to celebrate. They got their ultras and everything else. What, what do you make of the game? I feel it's our toughest fixture of this group. I think mm-hmm. it is the toughest fixture. So we're starting off with the hardest game. It is away. It's going to be tough. I don't know many of my mates that think we're going to take three points, and I'm one of them. I don't think we'll take all three. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough fixture. But what I'm looking forward to the most, Fergus, is seeing who he's going to be playing. Who are we going to start? Because we're quite limited at the moment with who can and can't play and how much he can rotate. So for me, if he is going to bring in players like Rob Holding and, uh, and stuff like that, that's fine. But he's kind of limited up front, in my opinion. We've only really got Bamiang at the moment, haven't we? So I imagine he'll play. So it'll be interesting to see what eleven he goes with. Well, we got Martinelli and Saka. I think they'll they could be used wide. They could be used wide. Um, it depends really. I th- I'd like to see him start Pepe because I think this could be the, the game that he could he could get his first goal, and that's all I need Pepe to do is just get his first goal, and then I think we'll we'll see a, a, a really good player there because he has got everything in his locker. He just needs that first goal. And Arsenal have lost the past four, uh, the, the, the last four away pe- European trips to Germany. Um, I was at the last one at Cologne with Dave Hurl, the Jonah, um, oh. <laughs> scoring twice and conceding thirteen in the process. So, as you said, it's not going to be a, t- it's not going to be an easy journey, is it? Well, with our defence, Fergus, it's never easy, is it? Let's be honest. No, that's true. That's true. In the, cha- <laughs> um, it, uh, in the Champions League. Um, 
and the Europa League combined, Arsenal have been eliminated at the first group stage uh, only one uh, sin, only once since uh, 20 years, in the last 20 years, 1999-2000 season. Um, and as I said before, Frankfurt semi-finalists unbeaten at home uh, this season in the league. Uh, and they are our biggest opposition, as you said. But they, their manager, whose name is Adi Hooter, uh, Ad- Adolf Hooter is his actual full name. He goes by... Um, uh, uh, Adi, uh, he's an Austrian, so we're playing Adolf. Um, he yeah. considers us the the biggest opposition, and he's also very worried about Abamyang if Abamyang does start. So, looking at the squad, what what do you expect um, from the lineup? Um, we're left Socrates um, and Ozil at home. Ozil has only started there, one game Don't and played seventy one minutes so far this season. <laughs> On the other hand, Socrates deserves a rest. He did have well, a bit I, of a mare I, at the week. I, I kind of get the Socrates one because he was genuinely gutted. You could see from that mistake. I mean, I, I, you could see how upset he was, and he come out, and put, held his hands up, and said, "Look, that was my error. I don't, you know, my mistake." So I can understand maybe he thinks, "Whatever, well, rest, mate. Get your head back in the game for the weekend." So I get that one. Explain Mesut Ozil. I really don't know. I really don't know what why he gets a gets a pass. He must have something fancy written in his contract or something like that to say uh, he doesn't have to go to away games or you know shitty ger- German opposition. You know, <laughs> Hon- honestly, really don't understand it at all. Um, Socrates has played every game this season, so you can understand why he deserves a buy. Um, Holding has travelled, good as has as has Mustafi. Oh. Yeah, well, that guy needs to just stay at home. He can be left in the stands, as far as I'm concerned, because that guy's done. And Emery's trying to come out now and say he's happy for him to be a part of the squad. Still, that's a lie. We know that's a lie. He wanted to get rid of him. He said you can go. Uh, Holding for me, I think should play. I'd like to see him get 90 minutes if he can. He's been playing for the under 23, so I'm happy with that one. But um, I think he'll be holding and and uh, Louise, or he may even go for Chambers. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping. I, I've written down here: should Holding, Chambers, Willock, Smithrow, should they all start? Um, should they get ninety minutes? I think I definitely believe Willock should, and I definitely believe that Holding should. One hundred percent. I think the pair of them have. have uh, I think everyone's crying out for Holding to come back because we're hoping it's the Holding from last season. You know, because we went twenty-two games unbeaten with Holding in the team. So when he got injured at Old Trafford, I actually thought that was a real big blow because I think that's the best I've seen him play. And also Chambers, you got to look at Chambers and think the only play, only time he kept a clean sheet was when Callum Chambers played, and he ain't got near the team since. So it'd be interesting to see. I think. Everybody would like to see them two start. Obviously, Big Steve agrees. (laughs) Yeah, Big Steve has uh, messaged into the group. um, Chambers has to start. And Steve, I don't disagree with you. I think if he doesn't start for this, I'd be going on to my agent saying, get me out of here. Well, what is the guy going to do? Well, this is the thing. He must be looking at those players in front of him thinking, I've got a chance here. And if he's not getting given it... I think that's a little bit harsh. I mean, I was speaking to Manny yesterday for a bit and we were talking about Callum Chambers coming as a defensive midfielder. If he's looking for that kind of, uh, the rumours where he wanted to look at bringing somebody like Nzonzi in with a stature and a, and a presence, Callum Chambers is a big lad and he was doing it all season for Fulham last year. So why not give him a chance there? So maybe if he's not going to play him at the back and he wants to play Lewis for whatever reason tonight, then maybe you can look at Chambers as a holding midfielder. It's another mm-hmm. option. Yeah, uh, to be honest, uh, as you said, at, um, at Fulham he played there last season. He got players, player of the season. Player of the year, yeah. Yeah, and I think he's similar up at um, at Borough the season before when he was on loan, although both teams did get relegated while he played for them. So, yeah. Well, uh, this but, is the, yeah. Thing. the only thing that worries me about Chambers is his lack of pace, but I think he's, he's all right. He's not a bad footballer. Mm. 
Um, Frankfurt have sold quite a number of their players. They had their Buffalo herd, their the, the, the three up, up front. Uh, they've sold, who was it? They've sold... Jovic um, and Haller have gone, jo- haven't they? Jovic has gone to Real Madrid. He scored 25 goals for them last season, played 54 games. Um, Rebic has gone to Milan, 54 games, 15 goals. And Haller, uh, who was meant to be the flop in the Premier League, uh, it's not looking that bad at, at West Ham at the minute, he played 70 games and scored 24 goals for them. They've all got lots of assists. Um, so they haven't replaced much of that firepower. They've brought in some loanees and some midfielders and defensive teams. Um, from my uh, my daughter's partner, uh, Martin, and he's a, a Dynamo Dresden fan, and he... Um, he gave us some facts and figures about them because he watches the Bundesliga all the time. And they're not expected to finish anywhere, say, above mid-table in the Bundesliga this year. Okay. So, okay. you know, this could, this, this could be their final foray in Europe for a little while. Oh, the thing is with them, Fergus, whoever has come in must be looking at our defence and fancy himself. That's all I'm saying. I don't, it doesn't really matter how good or bad their form is. Anybody can score against us at the moment, trust me. Hooter did make a comment. I don't know if it was on Sky or BBC. There was in one of the uh, previews. He did say he did watch uh, our defensive show uh, in the last half hour at Watford, and they will. I'm sure he was. Gonna do, they're going to exploit it. I'm sure he was worried about us. Put it that way. That was uh, an embarrassing second half, wasn't it? Yeah, in, indeed, indeed. And not to go back over it again because you know we've done that one. But they have brought in um, a, a former player. Best uh, uh, dust. Bastos, yeah. yeah. He played for Frankfurt three years ago. He played 85 games for them, uh, scored 36 goals and 10 assists. What do you know of him? When he was there a few seasons ago, I rated the lad. I thought he was good. I mean, I, I don't much watch much of the Bundesliga because um, I'm not a huge fan of German football. However, I do believe that uh, he was one of the players that people were looking at. So didn't work out for him and he's come back. And sometimes uh, that's the worst thing to happen if for opposition because uh, it, it sometimes it goes back to where it was working for him and uh, it picks up where he left off. So let's hope that ain't the case tonight. Mm. And I suppose finally, who would you play in goal for Arsenal? Leno. Leno or Leno, 100%. I don't like Martinez. I don't like Martinez. Everyone he tells well me that he's, he's been there a couple. Did you see him against Reading when we lost 7 5? <laughs> Sorry, 1 7 5. That was enough for me. I can't forgive the guy for that. Oh, punching him <laughs> in his own net. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I think he's good with his feet. I'll give him that. He's good with his feet. I'm not too sure about crosses. He looks like a flapper, but I would play Leno. I just think play Leno is your best keeper. Go the whole way through with Leno. You don't need to play two keepers for these competitions. If you want to play him in the League Cup, go for it. But um, yeah, I'm not a fan of Martinez. Obviously, Big Steve is, but I'm not. I'm not a fan Big, of him. Big Steve says give uh, Martinez a chance. Um, you know what? I, I, if it, I think I agree with you in the sense that. Um, it depends how much focus we're putting on the Europa League. If we're putting a, a focus on the Europa League as being the second most important uh, competition that we're, we're playing in, um, and it's a route to the Champions League, then Leno, and then keep Martinez for the FA Cup and League Cup. Um, mm. you, you, you mentioned holding Chambers and up front you'd like Pepe. Who would you want in the midfield then? Uh, anybody but Granit Xhaka. <laughs> I would probably, if, my, if I had to pick three, I'd go Torreira, Guendouzi and Ceballos as a three. Um, I'd have Pepe, Martinelli and Aubameyang as my front three. And then I would go with, well, we haven't got any choice at fullback at the moment. It's got to be Maitland-Niles and Kolasinac. And then I'd go with Holden and Chambers and then Leno in goal. That'd be my eleven. 
Okay, okay. Um, I think it's probably a bit a bit too strong off a, off a side in my yard. I'd like to play more with the kids. I would like to see Smith Rowe in the in the in the center um, and playing in that position. Uh, we got a, a comment here, Andy Phillips. I'm with you, Potsy. Um, he's been with us for an eternity. And never made an impression. So true. I'm, ass- I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's uh, Martinez, uh, Andy. It's so true, Andy. I'm with you, mate. So true. Yeah. Listen, I've predicted a two-two. You've gone for. One one. One one. Okay. Yeah. Neither of us are fancying three points, are we? <laughs> I don't know. I th- you know what I think um last weekend had a has a bit of an influence over our our optimism. Um it's away in Germany, which I said before, we don't have a great record away in Germany. Uh if you think um uh if you if you think um Munich, Cologne yeah. We don't we don't have really really many happy memories there. Um, go on, you were going to say. I was just going to say, at least it ain't a uh, a Bayern Munich uh, five uh, one thing, is it? Let's hope. Jesus, that's always going to haunt me forever. I think or ten two on aggregate was it? Ten, ten <laughs> two on aggregate. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. We, oh. we, let, let's brush over that one. Yeah, Listen, absolutely. Um, tune in to us. This will be reposted on YouTube. Uh, do follow us on our YouTube channel, which is Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Uh, obviously, you're following us here on Facebook because you're watching us. Um, thank you for this very brief uh, update, and hopefully, um, we get three points tonight. Thanks very much, and up the arse. Up the arse. Thanks for listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.